Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Freeze leading it off. Crowd in a frenzy. 3-2, a swing and a high fly ball. Center field. It is gone! David Freeze, who tied it in the ninth, wins it in the 11th. In one of the most remarkable, improbable baseball games you will ever see. And there's going to be baseball here in St. Louis. Game seven tomorrow night. That is the great voice of one of the best in the business, Dan Schulman, who will be calling his final World Series for ESPN Radio starting tomorrow night. Carrie Davis, Randy Carricker, and we go to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line, where our friend Dan is standing by. Good morning, sir. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you, Randy? I'm doing terrific, and I, I was saddened to hear that you are not going to be calling the World Series anymore after this year. By the way, I, I want to go back. Was it, 2011, was that your first World Series on ESPN Radio? It was, yeah. So John Miller had done it for a long, long time, and 2011 was my first one. It's still probably my favorite one because of that game right there. I mean, yeah, you know, the ninth, 10th, and 11th innings of Game 6 were off the charts, right? You couldn't, You couldn't dream up a more exciting scenario so yeah that was my first one and now you're going to have the last one if you could tell us why this has occurred why you are not going to do the world series on espn radio anymore sure well it's kind of it's a couple different reasons so one is uh as you know but probably most of your listeners don't i i'm also doing i'm also the blue jays guy right so i've left i left sunday night baseball a few years ago kind of went back home started doing a lot of blue jay games and I'm doing the vast majority of Blue Jay games right now. And the Blue Jays are in a different situation than the other 29 teams uh, in that uh, we slash they can actually do our own telecast during the playoffs. So, you know, it'd be like, you know, you guys getting the Cardinals broadcast during it during the playoffs. The Blue Jays, uh, I guess because we're in a different country and we're an official international rights holder, whatever the I, I'm not smart enough to know the reasons, but we're allowed to do, we're allowed to do our own shows. So. You know, this year, like I did almost all the Blue Jay games, and then they made the playoffs, and I wasn't available. Now they got knocked out in two games. But, you know, obviously, if they're able to do their own playoff games, and I'm the primary voice of the team during the season, I want to be there for the playoff games. Uh, oh, also, sorry, I just poked my dog in the eye by accident. So, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no bark, no, no nothing. That's a tough dog, no, Dan. No, no, she's a, she's a good girl. I was trying to scratch her ear and, and got her at the side. So, um, also, uh, you know, as you know, I do college basketball all winter long. So, you know, to do like 140 Blue Jays games and then travel for a month doing the playoffs and then go right into college basketball, uh, I'm not getting any younger. So uh, it gives me an opportunity to be at home a little bit more in October. And, and even if the Blue Jays go to Game 7 of the World Series, half the games are in Toronto, obviously, so I'm home. Um, and, and last and not least, John Chomby deserves this and deserved it a few years ago. So 
um, you, you know, it, it's kind of a combination of those three reasons. Uh, but so I'm, uh, you know, I have mixed emotions. This has been one of the most one of the most amazing things in my career to be able to do the World Series. I never thought I'd you know, have a chance to do something like that. But, uh, you know, all, all chapters have to close and new ones open, and, and it's time. Hey, Dan, I'm, I'm looking at this year's World Series, and I'm just trying to figure out how the Phillies are here. They, they fired their manager. Their star player missed 60-plus games. They finished third in the division. How, how, did, how are they here right now? It, it's a great question because um, I, I saw them. They played the Blue Jays in September, and they looked dreadful like awful they couldn't they're kicking the ball around the field they didn't pitch well at all um they lost at one point in september carrie they lost 10 out of 13 10 out of 13 and basically backed their way into the playoffs as the sixth seed if milwaukee had done anything in the second half of the season or even hadn't traded josh Hader or something like that then they would have knocked the phillies out of the playoffs how they've done it in the playoffs is crazy. They've got you know two great starters in Nola and Wheeler, two really good arms at the back of the bullpen uh, in Alvarado and Dominguez, and guys like you know Harper and Schwarber and Hoskins. They're hitting home runs. It's still amazing to me how they beat. Well, you guys saw it in the first round. How they mm-hmm. beat the Cardinals, how they beat the Braves, how they beat the Padres. Didn't have home field in any of those series. If you had asked me at the beginning of the playoffs, rank the playoff teams one through twelve. I know who would have been one in my mind, and I know who would have been 12 in my mind in their meeting in the World Series. It, it, is, it is crazy. <laughs> when we started this, Randy said that, that every team in the NL could make it to the World Series except for the, the, the Philadelphia Phillies, and right. here we are. <laughs> and here we are. It, you know what? Baseball, it, it's in my mind, is, is crazier than football or basketball or hockey. Um, you know, it can be more unpredictable. And maybe we should start thinking of the baseball playoffs a little bit like the NCAA tournament. Now, that's one and done. Mm-hmm. But we like our sun, we like our Cinderella's. We like our upsets, you know, that sort of thing. So uh, it's not always the best team. In fact, it's usually not the best team. It, it's usually the hottest team. And, and, you know, all the all the respect in the world for what the Phillies have done and how they've managed to, to get this far. But maybe because I've been, you know, on the playoffs on the American League side and I've seen a lot of the Astros. This is a this is an unbelievable team. Their pitching is is off the charts right now. And 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 again, you, when you've got Harper and Schwarber and Hoskins and Real Muto, you got four guys who can hit bombs. Like they are no joke offensively. But uh, I'd be surprised if they could have as much success against the Astros as they have through the National League side. And in 2022, it's really difficult to develop a starting rotation like they have. They they brought Verlander in from the outside, but boy, what a great job the Astros have done of developing pitchers. Yeah, you know what they did, and we've talked about it a little bit, is it, they've gone into the Latin American market, and usually players in the Latin American market, players from Venezuela, Colombia, Dominican, Panama, etc., Mexico, they can be signed when they're 16 years of age, but not everybody gets signed. Some kids are late bloomers or some kids might be position players who can't hit enough and then they eventually become pitchers. A lot of these guys that they signed, they signed at 18, 19, even tw- I think Luis Garcia was one of them was signed at 21, which is like ancient for a kid in Latin America. Um, so they were overlooked, you know, maybe they got in better shape, maybe they got a new coach. Again, who knows what the reason is, why they weren't signed when they were 16. But the Astros have gone in there and signed kind of the older kids who didn't get signed initially. You're getting them, you're not paying a million or two or three for those kinds of kids. You're, you're, you can sign a ton of them because they don't cost very much, and, and some of them pan out. And also, if you think about it, 
you know, if, if you get, if they're a little bit older, the six years you might have them before they're a free agent might be like 24 to 29 instead of 21 to 26 or something like that. You're getting probably a, a bit of a more mature, both physically and mentally, uh, person than if you signed them at 16. And, and whether it's Christian Javier or from, I think it was Framber Valdez who was signed at 21. Framber Valdez is ridiculously good. And, and he was like a first baseman outfielder at 16. <laughs> Nobody signed him. Now he's one of the best starting pitchers in baseball. So, um, you know, I know a lot of people don't like the Astros, and we all know why, but you can't blame the pitchers. And, and this is five years later, and, you know, these guys were all kids or not even with the organization back then. But to develop Valdez and Javier and Urquidy and Garcia, and uh, it, it's impressive. They have an embarrassment of riches. They, they used a six-man rotation for a long stretch of the season because they couldn't decide who wasn't good enough. And now, you know, Jose Arquiti, who's really good, hasn't pitched, hasn't thrown a pitch in the playoffs. Wow. Luis Garcia, who's really good, only pitched in the 18-inning game against Seattle. Like, their depth is is really enviable. Amazing. Dan Schulman with us on 101 ESPN. Dan, another thing about the Astros is if you're around baseball, you, you find people that you say, I, w- I want to root for that guy. I want that guy to win. And I don't think there's anybody in baseball or around baseball that doesn't want to see Dusty Baker get a ring. I agree a thousand percent. And I'm neutral on the air, <laughs> but um, I would I would love to see Dusty get a ring. You know, you know, I'm conflicted because the manager of the Phillies is Canadian, so I got problems here. I don't know I don't know who to root for, but um, but I I love Dusty. I you, you know um, you know as you know, Randy, I've been at this a long time, and and um, I was calling. Uh, games for ESPN and ESPN radio when Dusty was with the Giants, you know, Barry Bonds days. So I've known Dusty a long time. Uh, One of the things I always like is the first time I see Dusty every season, he watches a lot of college basketball in the off season and I'll walk in to say hi. And and he'll always, he'll always look at me and say, I've been watching you. I've been watching you. So, and, and he's such a, he's such a kind man and such a, an interesting man to talk to. You know, you go in to sit down with him and you, you ask him a question about one of his players and then you walk out there saying, how did we end up talking about the stuff we talked about? Because he'll just take it in so many interesting directions. And he's been so close, obviously. He's won one as a player, but he never won one as a manager. And win or lose in, in this World Series, I think Dusty Baker's a Hall of Famer. I don't know why you can only go in as a player or a manager. Why can't you go in as a both or as a you know an overall contributor to the game? And I, I think Dusty belongs in the Hall of Fame. Hey Dan, Dusty has a, a great lineup himself on the other side. They are uh, playing extremely well. Alvarez, Bregman, Kyle Tucker, and and they've done this. Not lost a game in the playoffs. And Jose Altuve is three for thirty two throughout the playoffs. How <laughs> does his impact in this series is that going to change things? And 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 will that allow them to be even better against this Phillies team? I think they need him. It's a great question. So in, in three for 32, and two of the hits came in game four yep. against the Yankees. They were both like broken bat flares, and they were uh, you know, not really meaningful hits, as I recall. Um, but, yeah, they do need him. Again, most of the reason why Houston is here is pitching. They, they, you know, they've swung the bats okay in the playoffs, but they haven't swung them great. All three games with Seattle – were nail biters. One went 18 innings, and then three of the four games with the Yankees were pretty close. They're they're just winning because of their pitching, but they do need Altuve. Alvarez was great in the Seattle series and not great in, in the Yankee series. They need him too. Uh, Bregman's been their most consistent guy. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw this. He had identical numbers in the two series. I think it was like 
five for 15 with the same number of walks and a double and a homer, like the identical numbers in, in, in both series. He's been really good. And then Jeremy Pena was great against the Yankees. So, um, you know, they've got some depth, you know, Pena again, the ALCS MVP, Chaz McCormick hitting down in the order, um, hit a couple of home runs in the Yankee series. Christian Vasquez had a big hit. Trey Mancini drove in a key run. They, They've got a good top-to-bottom lineup. Um, the Phillies lineup might be more dangerous at the top, but not as good as uh, you know one through nine as the Astros are. But I, but I, I agree with you. I think Altuve is kind of the you know he's the motor for for the Astros, and and I, I would assume he'll get going. He's had a ton of playoff success in the past, and and uh, you know being in their clubhouse every day, even when he was in the midst of the O for twenty-five, he still had a smile on his face talking about all the. Uh, all of his teammates, what they're doing, saying all the right things. Dan Schulman, I have been with ESPN Affiliates since 2006, and you've kind of been the soundtrack of so many of our Octobers, especially from 2000 through 2014. And we'll miss you on ESPN Radio. We're going to savor this one. Uh, We'll have it here on 101 ESPN. But congratulations to you on uh, a fantastic career at ESPN Radio with the World Series, and we'll be tuned in for all of that college basketball that you're going to do. I appreciate that. Very kind of you to say, and uh, I'm looking forward to this World Series very much. I'm going to enjoy every moment of it. All right, Daniel. Have a good time. Thank you. Thanks. See you. That's the great Dan Schulman joining us on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. It's crazy to think that a few weeks ago we were talking about whether or not Tua Tagovailoa should consider retiring. After two concussions and worldwide debates on player safety and NFL culpability, Tua has done nothing but go back to work and currently has the Dolphins riding a three-game win streak and one loss behind the division-favorite Buffalo Bills. While everyone was yapping about the end of his career, Tua Tagovailoa said he'll decide when it's time. And clearly, he's not ready to hang up the cleats. Hi, this is Chris Howard from the Plugged In with Chris Howard podcast. BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting football and the start of the new basketball season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game. BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting up to the minute scores for every sp- the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including the MLB playoffs, the start of the NHL season, MMA, boxing, and golf. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts.